Good day and welcome to CYN Network, the cynical radio network, to listen to Moments with Montgomery. For those of you who do listen, I want to apologize for being absent for so long, but due to some medical situations, I have been recovering from multiple surgeries. Before you ask, I'm doing fine and I am recovering albeit slowly. Now on to the podcast. While binge-watching The Crown on Netflix, a wonderful look inside the lives of the royal family, I was immediately enthralled with one of the episodes dealing with the responsibilities of the royal family and the supporting government, Parliament. In this specific episode, the author, Baget, author of the English Constitution, had given specific detail that stipulated two parts of government. These parts are the dignified and the efficient. Each of these two components must exist to have an efficient English Constitution. While these two terms might appear to be difficult to understand, they can be broken down quite simply. The efficient component is the rules and the workings of government. The second is those components that excite and preserve the reverence of the populace. In the case of Bajet's work, he was referencing a constitutional monarchy. It is my belief the same standards must apply to the American democracy and our constitutional form of government. In both the English constitutional government and American constitutional format, Baget was absolutely on target. Both forms of constitutional government must rely on several key characteristics. The two characteristics are gaining and then using authority. For now, I want to simply discuss the American constitutional government and how Baget's work holds great relevance. The process of gaining authority it is important to note the manner in which it is gained. The process is simply winning the loyalty and confidence of mankind, or simply put, the populace. To use authority, those in power must employ homage while performing the work of the government. You would think that this would be an uncomplicated thing. However, is it really that straightforward? Our founding fathers established our form of government of the people for the people. But what people constitutes for the people? As we would learn from civics class, if we bothered to teach that in schools anymore, we would understand that the voting members of our great nation are for the people. To what end are the needs of this population being served? Our democracy should follow the easy-to-apply guidelines suggested by Bajay. However, today we have elected officials that seem to be concerned with serving their own interests. Thousands and tens of thousands of dollars ransacked from their campaign coffers and money either spent foolishly or spent without regard to those who elected them to their high offices. 
However, even worse is to steal money designated for one social program to pay off obligations to other federal projects, specifically our social security system. To what end have they gained the loyalty and especially the confidence of the people? I, for one, do not have full confidence in our leadership. This includes local, state, and national government leadership. Again, while I am proud to have participated in our election process and voted mostly Democrat, with the exception of Ross Perot, of course, in the 90s, I am not proud of where our once great nation currently stands. I have the Breonna Taylor fiasco here in Louisville, Kentucky, and a governing body afraid to make decisions regarding the equality and the treatment of all citizens, regardless of color. On a state and national level, we have officials, specifically Mitch McConnell, that seem oblivious to the needs of the great state of Kentucky. We have one of the lowest per capita income in the entire union of 50 states. This also includes the Washington, D.C. populace. We have rampant problems with our unemployment insurance department. I personally know three individuals who have been experienced in delays in receiving their unemployment checks to the tune of 13, 17, and 24 weeks. One of these individuals has tragically lost her home as a result of this travesty of government processes. Now let me address our national government. I am proud to say I have voted in elections since I was 18 years of age. This is almost 40 years of voting history. I voted for Mr. Biden in this past election, but I am greatly disappointed in the performance of Mr. Biden just weeks past his first 100 days in office. I had great hopes for our newly elected president, especially after the great Mr. Wannabe Mr. Donald Trump. However, we have seen the end to a national Keystone Pipeline project, a great testament to wasted taxpayer money, much like the Great Border Wall. To give credit where it is due, Mr. Biden did inherit this project and did not condone its building. He did, however, destroy the lives of thousands as he shuttered the doors and windows of this pipeline project. Mr. Biden also haunted the use of federal land, restricting access to valuable oil and gas lands. This also includes Order 3395, the restriction of Native American tribes' access to lands promised to them under various Native American treaties over 150 years of presidential promises. Order 3395 creates hardship for Native American governments to fund their municipal projects and the lives of tribal members who live within the Native American reservations. Both these actions have led to higher gas prices at the pump and a renewed dependency upon foreign oil.
These are but two of the most dominant actions undertaken by the Biden administration that have weakened the resolve of the American public to have confidence in our leadership. These actions fail to meet the criteria of the second component of paying homage and preserve the reverence of the people. We the people have the right to expect our leadership to act in the best interests of we the people. Rather than taking kickbacks and contributions to campaigns based upon their own self-interests. While Mr. Biden's motives may not be fully transparent, it almost seems obvious that he demonstrated a failure to uphold the reverence of American presidency through a failure to respect authority granted by we the people. I hope that every person that is listening will take time to share this podcast to their friends and families. I would ask that you contact your elected officials demanding a strict adherence to the teaching of Bajot, gaining and using authority with the sole purpose of following the rules and workings of government that excites and preserves the reverence of we, the people. <laughs>